Good morning, good afternoon, good evening. Welcome to today's episode of Musings with Jesus. My name is Shola. I'm your host. Thank you for joining me. I hope you're well. I hope all is good with you in the in your world. I hope everything is going on well. Um, today I just want to talk about. I think I'm just in a very reflective mood this morning. It's um the middle of November, and um. The year is coming to an end. It's been a very, very long and a, a very fast year. And I, first of all, I really want to thank God for a lot of things that he's done in my country, Nigeria. Um, we're going through a period where we're preparing for elections next year and people are really getting engaged. And the last few years were really horrible in terms of, it was horrible. You know, we had, it's really been bad. Not apart from even the economic um, challenges that happened post-COVID and all that, we've just had the most, I don't even know how to say it, you know, leadership that just doesn't care. And a lot of things have happened. A lot of lives have been lost. A lot of people just, you know, killed for no reason in the northern part of the country, in the southern part as well, you know. And... What it has done, let's just say, and there have been a lot of prayers, even me, I have, ah, there's a lot of things that I've despaired about that. Why did it happen this way? I think also the church missed an opportunity, particularly the Southern Church. You know, we were not as in the forefront of things. We didn't speak up when we shouldn't have spoken up. Some people did, some lone voices here and there, but many people who should have didn't. And I pray that the stage was almost like, has God forsaken this country? Do you, you know what I mean? It all, it really felt that way. And a lot of people were so afraid. Many people started planning to leave the country. There's been a massive exodus from last year till this year. The figures, nobody has the figures, but in terms of how many people you know, friends, you know, it's it's been really, <clears throat> a lot of people have left. You know, and they left legally. Got you know, it's they've moved to Canada, they moved to the UK, they've moved to the to the US, anywhere. I mean, really. And um, but you know, I would pray, and I was someone who used to pray a lot for my nation many years ago, and after a while I stopped because things seemed to just get better. There was no reason to continue praying for the nation anymore, which I now realize was a mistake because when you think, you know, the devil, he, 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 the devil doesn't like resistance. You know, the Bible says in James five, I think it's verse seven that resist the devil and he will flee. He banks on the fact that you will not resist him, particularly when you are resisting in the name of Jesus, you know, he, he, he doesn't like resistance. So, when he sees that he's being resisted, he backs down. And this happens to evil anywhere in the world. Anywhere in the world. We all see what's happening in Ukraine as well. Evil thrives you know, on the... It banks on the fact that you will not resist it. You know, it's the most bizarre thing. And, and so that's why it has to come in a very fearful way. It has to come in a way that will bring fear into you so that you don't resist. The whole object of fear is to prevent you and I from resisting. To make you believe that it is fruitless 
to resist that you will not as in you just make you feel like the situation is hopeless that's exactly how we felt about nigeria it really looked like there was nothing we could do the forces of evil they looked on defeat i mean i've never seen such a thing i don't want to go into the details but there was a lot of evil going on the government was unlooking they were supporting if i mean the worst thing was they would do nothing about the banditry about the killings going on in the rural areas the communities on the roads the kidnappings they would do nothing about those things but if anybody organized a civil society protest to say oh we're against this all of a sudden they they come for those people you know they get arrested they close their bank accounts you know they were just it was the most bizarre thing in fact what it has done for me it has that it has made me more aware of the matrix the world system in which we live that is actually being governed by the rulers of the darkness of this world what we experienced in this past 2 years in nigeria made me realize that there is evil in the world that evil is being controlled centrally and that everything that the bible teaches us about the world the world the bible makes us realize that there is a centralized world system i i really think a lot of us don't fully understand this the bible teaches that there is a leadership structure of evil over this planet and that it 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 happened first of all rogue angels sinned and then they 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 deceived adam into giving the um giving his rulership the vice regency that god had given him over the earth they deceived adam into giving it to them adam didn't realize that that was what was going on in the garden of eden temptation in genesis 3 because god intended the earth for men and he hasn't changed us this is not a place for angels which is why you don't see angels roaming around they can come visit they have to go they can't stay here this place is made for mortal men you and i which is why the day and for you to be a mortal man you must be born of a woman you know you can't just appear <laughs> i just be here you have to have a body that went through you know 9 months or 8 months or 6 months or whatever how however long it was you come out and then you know you 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 go so you know you have a physical body so that's the criteria for being on this earth angels do not have a physical body angels are not born of a woman they have no right to be here so after they had done their drama in the heaven and the book of revelation talks about this they had fought with the angels they had been cast out they needed a place and of course these were people who had inordinate ambition they wanted to rule they wanted to reign they wanted to you know for the life of me the big question that i i don't fully understand is what made these angels rogue in the first place why were they not happy content with what they had and then why why are they so different from the other angels because one third of them went with the devil and two thirds have remained with god up till now you know what i'm saying so for some reason why that is the case those 33% we don't know but you know 33% of the bible tells us that the angels are uncountable we see that in the book of hebrews so 33% of uncountable angels just know that they are a lot So we have these fallen spirits 
who God has said he has prepared the lake of fire. Their end result is that they will be thrown into a spiritual lake of fire that will turn, burn them, and they'll be tormented in fire um, and brimstone till the end of it, forever, in fact. That's their end. Revelation tells us this. God says that that lake of fire was prepared, as in God prepared it for the devil and his angels. So, there's a hierarchy. There's a system. The book of Ephesians chapter 6 verse 12 tells us about these different classes of beings. It says principalities, powers. It says we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, powers, rulers of the darkness of this world, and spiritual wicked spirits in the heavenlies. Mentions four classes of fallen beings. Principalities, powers. Now, notice the word he uses, powers, principality, prince, rulers, and then wicked spirits. In the heavenly tells us their location, atmospheric heaven over the earth. There are some scriptures in the Old Testament that shed a little bit more light on this. Some of them I don't really um, quote them because for me, they don't clearly, the interpretation, it doesn't clearly show. That that's what he's saying, even though some Bible interpreters say that that is what he's saying. But I would prefer to um, quote the ones that are literal and, that, you know, you read it, there's no mistake about what he's saying. So the book of Revelation tells us, I think it was Revelation 12, there was war in heaven. It tells us that 33%, one third of the angels of God rebelled and went out with the devil. They fought with the archangels and on God, and the, the godly angels and they were cast out of the heaven where the angels, the good angels were good. And it now tells us that they were cast down to the earth and the devil then knew that he had to really rush and whatever. Jesus referred that, referred to that event in Luke 10 when he was telling the disciples that he was there, that he saw it happen when Satan was cast out of from heaven. And he was telling the disciples that they should not rejoice. I mean, it was not a big thing that they have authority over the devil because even the, the angels of God defeated them. So don't worry. So long as you are walking in our authority, you have authority over these beings on earth. Now, so that system is very much in place. And the Bible teaches us about this. And... Um, so for me, I think I, I, that that became very clear to me. You know, before I, and it's a bit funny I'm saying this, because I've always known, oh yes, we know that there's a devil, I know that there's evil in the world. I've also known that there's a world system. And I used to, I mean, I think many years back, and this is the, the, the deception of the current state of Christianity in my home nation. Because I think it, when the word of faith movement began in Nigeria, we were taught all these things. We understood that there was a world system and we knew that the world system wanted to prevent people from coming to the knowledge of the truth. I think what was, so we were, we were more focused on that world system in the sense of trying, in trying to limit evangelism, trying to cause sinners, I mean Christians to sin and that sort of thing. That was the way in which we, we thought a lot about the world system and we were taught about it by our pastors and preachers and teachers of that time which was good so it kept us all really focused on that overcoming the world by our faith like the book of first john 5 talks about i think it's verse 14 or so and 
So that was that. But we were aware of that world system. But I think much later on, we then became more aware of the devil as somebody just trying to stop me. That whole um, kingdom contention or, you know, kingdom of God perspective was lost. Now, what I am beginning to see is a, it's very much like God taking me back to what we were taught in the early days, but also building on that now. So this last two years made me see how the kingdom of darkness works on earth at a global level, at a universal and at a national level, how it works through evil leaders and evil men. It's very important, and for that reason, it's very important the kind of leader that comes to rule over a nation because it's like these rulers of the darkness of this world actually make sure, they try very hard to make sure that it is only the kind of morally regenerate, uh, evil, wicked, I don't even know what to call them, human beings that get there to the place of power. And there are some countries that, you know, somehow they're able to um, navigate it and you find people who are, um, you know, good people in, in quotes, in power. But, I mean, for me, what I see happening, like, for instance, in Europe, in some parts of Europe, they have really good leaders, but they may not really, they may not be Christians, but they are humanists. That is even better. So they believe in, you know, welfare, social welfare. They believe in doing things. They are moralistic. So they are moralistic leaders. So they go according to, they may not have faith in God, but at least they are, they have morals. So that's fine. At least they can lead under what you call a moral code. That's okay. So they are, Whatever relationship it is they have with God is a personal thing. It's not, it doesn't, it's not causing anything negative for the people that they lead. But what we found in the last, apparently, well, last seven years really, but the last two years were the worst, was that we had a leader. In fact, the way somebody described him to me, and he's still the president of Nigeria right now, he has a malevolent spirit. That's the way somebody said. And when he said this, I said, oh my goodness, you're so correct. He's so evil i don't know how to explain this he's so evil he revels in his ability to do evil he's so evil but what it has done for nigerians is that it made all of us because he was so malevolent in his evil and he was so obvious about it it made it very you know Evil thrives in for two reasons. When good people say nothing. And I think when also it is not clear that it is evil. You know. Like in the Garden of Eden, the serpent came. For some reason, Eden, I mean, Eve, Eve didn't realize this was, you know, an evil person. I shouldn't be having this conversation. Because if she had realized, you know, who that serpent is, she probably wouldn't have even entertained that conversation at all. As opposed to Jesus, when Jesus met, the, uh, had his temptation with the devil in the, in the wilderness, Jesus recognized who he was and, and knew what he was coming to do. So Jesus was on guard and at every point he countered him with the word of God. So that, that's the difference. Eve didn't fully understand. So the devil comes with a cloak of deceit. The Bible describes him in the book of Revelation as that old serpent that deceives the entire world. 
the book of Corinthians also tells us that the people who do not believe the gospel, their minds have been blinded by the God of this world, small g. What surprises me is how many times the devil is described as the God of this world in the Bible. That should tell us something. I hope you are... That should tell us something. Jesus referred to Satan several times in the Gospels as the prince of this world. He didn't say the prince of Israel. Neither did he say the prince of... Um, one part of the of the east of the he said the prince of this world <laughs> so you you need to and and when he when this same devil was talking to Jesus he said to him the glory of this world was delivered to me i'm very happy that he used that word because it was actually delivered to him through adam's sin because God gave the glory of the earth to Adam to hold in trust for all the generations of men. Unfortunately, Adam failed in the Garden of Eden in a very, very bad way. So rather than having a man leading us like us, who understands what it is to be man, we now have this evil, I don't even know, malevolent spirits that have no idea what it means to be human. And even they have no regard for any form of authority because even the God that created them, they did not reverence. Those are the people who are ruling over this world system. So now I understand why Jesus had to come to create a separate human line that people could then fall under. Because the only way what Adam did could have been reversed was for God to bring an end to the Adamic age. And then what will you do about saving the people that you know have died and whatever? They'll, they'll just be... So because that's really what God has done. God has created another human line so that even though we are all born into Adam, we can then be reborn into the second Adam, which is Christ. And then have the authority, because once you are in that Christos line, you now have the authority that the first original Adam had before he gave it to the devil. And you can then exert that authority in the name of Christ, Jesus, Christos, Yeshua. Because it was his own blood that was shed. You can, we can then exert it. But other than that, you are under the rule of the evil one. Whether we like it or not. So anyway, this past two years, our president, he opened, I mean, it's, everybody saw evil up close. A president that will ignore evil, support evil, defend evil, protect evil, reward evil, and punish good. It was the most... It, 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 I, I, many of us have not been the same. So now that it's election season, I what I've never seen in all my life in Nigeria, the good people in Nigeria, the people who, who saw the evil and said no, 
we, we cannot let this continue. Have all gathered together, people of all ages and tribes, united in the quest to drive out the evil from our land. It is the Lord's doing and it is marvelous in our sight. My only prayer, and many people have laid their lives on the line. Many people have sacrificed so much to make just in, in the quest to drive out this evil from our land. It's an ongoing struggle. If you are listening to this and you're from another part of the world, please pray for us in Nigeria. We need your prayers. We're trying to drive out evil from the political leadership of our country, our nation. The Lord is with us, actually. There's a lot that is happening to show us that Jehovah El Elyon has not forgotten his nation, Nigeria. We are the most populous black nation on the planet. There are 200 million souls in this land. Every five black, every, out of every five black people on the planet, one of them is a Nigerian. Our brothers, our sisters were taken away through slavery many years ago, hundreds of years. Even in the lands that they have found themselves against the odds with great oppression, they have managed to survive. Many of them in finding out their ancestry, fam famous men and women, have found out that they indeed came from Nigeria. All the slaves came from West Africa. Majority of the slaves came from West Africa. It was from our shores. So the Lord that has always been with us, we pray that he will help us to be successful in this fight against evil. That the good work that he has begun in our lives, he will perfect it in this nation, Nigeria. Deliver us from the yoke of them who do not want righteousness and peace to reign. And he will do it in such a way that no man will be able to take the glory. It will be returned 100% to him. You will glorify yourself in this nation, Nigeria. You will bring judgment upon all the evil. You will expose them. You will cut them off. Leave them without root nor branch. They shall be as though they never were. Affliction will not rise again concerning this nation. And the purpose for which you have birthed this nation, you have determined our bounds. Jehovah, you will perfect it. You will lift us up high above all others. And you will bring peace and succor to your people. And you will draw this nation back unto you. In the name of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. And help us to keep the hand of the enemy at bay. To destroy to overcome evil walking through men and that every evil structure that has been built, constructed over this nation, Nigeria, will be brought down in the name of Jesus. The earth is given to the children of men. We are taking our nation back for Christ. In Jesus' name, we have prayed. Thank you, Lord. Thank you very much for listening and for joining me in that prayer. If you're listening and you're not from Nigeria, please, you can use this prayer to pray. I pray that the Lord will heal your nation as well. And whatever it is that you're going through, that the Lord will bring peace, He will bring righteousness, and He will bring grace and glory, and cause it to be a fruitful nation for you and for all those, all the good and innocent men and women 
in your nation as well. And that the purpose of the Most High God will be fulfilled in your nation. And that the Lord will raise men and women in every generation and at every time to rise up against the onslaught of evil. All to the praise and the glory of his name. In Jesus' name we have prayed. Amen. Thank you very much for listening. God bless you. If you have enjoyed this episode, please um, share your comments. There's a place where you can actually let me know what you think. If you have any questions, please send it as well. And please share this with whoever you know will also be blessed. Thank you very much for listening. God bless you.